Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host, Gerard Gibbard, along with Rhino in the Element Wealth Studios, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music on this. Friday Eve. And a steamy one out there. A little warm. <laughs> heat advisory again today? I feel like we're just going to have a heat advisory for the vast majority of the summer. <laughs> Which doesn't make any sense to me because it's not any hotter than i remember it being just a few years ago but for some reason now it's a heat advisory I and guess. then it wasn't uh well ever so careful are we uh you know i feel like at least in central mississippi we live in a rainforest however because <laughs> i was going to compare it more to the the mississippi gulf coast because they're not it's not unusual to have just afternoon thunderstorms sure. on the mississippi gulf coast right it's a little unusual for Central Mississippi to just have a couple weeks of afternoon thunderstorms, very much like on the Gulf Coast. And, I don't, and not a little shower, like intense. It's like red when you look at the map, right? However, my friends in the northern half of the state say it's drought-like conditions. DeSoto County, friends up there, no rain for quite some time. Been a bit weird. Starkville, but... You look at that map every day, from about 20 down, it's like just blotted with red and yellow, perking up, raining. I got all set to do a little, some yard tasks yesterday, we had everything laid out, ready, the tools, etc., and all of a sudden, boom, there it comes, and I'm rushing to get that stuff under a roof. Wow. Uh, you know something else I've noticed? Pine straw is much heavier when it's wet. Oh, yeah. Carrying <laughs> around those bales and rolls, once they get saturated, they're a little wettish. But, of course, we complain if it were dry and drought, right? So, not complaining, just observing that it feels like a rainforest around this place. A bit muggy. Yeah. So much so that you don't even really have to crank down the A.C., to get that good layer of condensation on the window. <laughs> That's true. I wake up in the morning and pull open the drapes, and you can't see because the windows are absolutely covered in moisture. Uh, in the meantime, we got lots of stuff going on. We got Brent Bailey, the Public Service Commissioner for Mississippi's Central District, on the program at 1020. Dr. Jennifer Bryan, Mississippi State Medical Association Board of Trustees Chair, We'll join middays at 11.05. We'll talk about the Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi and UMMC dispute that uh, continues to play out. We'll get her thoughts on that. Brent Bailey will get, uh, of course, an update on the Central District. 
He'll discuss the $300 million settlement with Intergy Mississippi, and of course we'll ask him about what all these high prices mean, because I think I shared the other day, and I'm sure I'm not alone in this regard, highest electric bill I've ever received in my 13 years of living in the home, the present home, highest I've ever seen. I forget exactly what they call it. I think it's flat billing or something like that. Yeah. But I'm extremely happy that I signed up for that for the first time in my time with Energy. I need to check that. I thought I had that as well. Uh, but does that mean it is literally the same every month based on the average of the prior They average period it out. Yeah. So okay. Because I had an extremely low first month because I was only there for half the month. Yeah. And the other half, it wasn't really run, on and running. It averaged out, so I've, I've got a, a relatively low number compared to my usage, but it's all going to balance out in the end when I wind up paying more later when it would be cheaper. Gotcha. Well, inflation still top concern among Americans, and well, it should be because it's in your face every day, no doubt about it. Interesting story, however, from Target. You know who those guys are. Well, they say they're going to have a big old sale. That Got too much stuff. Too much stuff. Exactly right. Going to have a, a, a sale and uh, offer some discounts, price cutting. You're going to bring back the blue light special? That's not Target. It's Walmart, isn't it? Not Target. Everybody had a light special oh, at I some get, point. You know, actually, I think the originators of that were Kmart. That would not surprise me. I don't know why Which, that I mean, feels like Are they even still around? Uh, Didn't they go kaput? Them and Sears, I thought, got together, right? Maybe. I don't think there's too many left. But they uh, they kind of preceded the big discount store I just remember there was, there was one point in time, I, I was a wee lad, but I remember it, where it didn't matter really any department store you went into, if you were there long enough, at some point, the siren was going to go off, there was going to be a spinning light, and there was going to be a sale somewhere in the store. And you'd see people running oh, yeah. over they each were other to get for it. <laughs> uh, Tim from Tupelo says Kmart. So does Thomas from Greenwood, Robert and Clinton. It was Kmart. Oh, yes, the Kmart Blue Light Special Moe's. So, yeah, Kmart. Makes sense, though. They were, they were uh, uh, kind of active, sort of brandy-type marketeers, and good at it, honestly. And for a while there, we saw them open up stores next to A&P, grocery stores. Kind of uh, started the concept of sort of go to one strip there, your Kmart, your A&P grocery store next door. And then, of course, Walmart became, if I'm not mistaken, maybe the largest grocer retailer in the country. For a while, it was Safeway, as I recall, out of California. Yeah, Walmart had an insane growth in the 90s. Yeah, and started and they, they continued growing, stores. but yeah, their, I think their biggest growth was in the 90s. Superstores with the grocery store right under the same roof, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, was, it, was it you said yesterday they put the milk in the very back? So oh, yeah. Any, I mean, that's not just a Walmart thing. Right. That, that's a market research Absolutely. thing that everybody that sells milk in a department store or a grocery store setting, it's going to be out of the way. Right. You might have in some locations where they have an end cap that's refrigerated and will have some gallons of milk. 
for the people that just aren't going to go to the back. They just came in to grab it. Right. But the stock of milk or eggs or soft drinks or any number of things that people go and buy, they go to the store to get that. It's in the back. You got to walk by everything. You got to walk by the clothes. You got to walk by the cereal aisle so the kids are going to get the toys. You got to walk by sporting goods. Different layouts, but you're going to go to the back to get it. And all sorts of technology now has been introduced into that world, which advises, uses artificial intelligence and, and data collection, which advises uh, the folks that are in charge of laying out and configuring the stores and the shelves exactly the most optimum way to do that's whether it's voluntary or involuntary that's right because if you have say for instance you've got kroger and you got the kroger app on your phone yeah and you're walking around with that app on your phone you you volunteered to give them your information about where you're stopping and looking the most or spending the most time if you don't have that app on your phone but you still got the Wi-Fi turned on. They're still noticing you. Yep. They're still recording you. You're just not voluntarily doing it. You do that in exchange for discounts and points and oh, yeah. all that kind. Of, it's really a pretty good deal because we benefit from that, and they figure out how to best lay the stores out to uh, to be the most convenient to their shoppers. So it's amazing technology involved in all of this stuff, and uh, really competitive for shelf space. No doubt about it. Uh, absolutely, no doubt about it. Used to be just kind of. Uh, hit and pick and and uh, hit and miss, I should say, and just sort of randomly. But now it's it's very methodical, but using all sorts of big data uh, to advise and instruct on that. Leslie in Grenada says it's called level billing. There you go. Right, that's right. Thank you that, for that, uh, Leslie. Uh, if it rains the first of the month, you're going to get a lot more rain that month. It rained July first. Well, I didn't know that. Is there? Such a weather axiom is that I'm not sure, but appreciate that. You know, something that has become very popular from a consumer perspective, consumer finance perspective, the last couple of years are what's called buy now, pay later. BNPL for short. You're familiar with those? I use them regularly because I said, yeah, you're going to let me use my money for no interest. I'm on board with that. You get my, my checking account, and you're going to just debit my account, draft on those days, but you give me two or three months to pay for no interest, yeah, I get to use my money elsewhere. But unfortunately now, that's becoming a crutch, and now there are economists and, and consumer finance people that uh, and consumer advocates, they're worried about the surge in the use of these services. It's almost like you should be leery of any financial service that's advertised during the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, it, it's because people are starting to use them as a crutch for credit and getting in trouble. Oh, yeah. Like, I've seen issue. some people that are using it for their rent. Oh, to, yeah, to that's To space bad. out their rent. Bad deal. And that is going to bite you in the butt if we'll, you aren't careful. we got a lot more economic stuff to talk about because the president was up in Ohio yesterday. But first, we got some messages for you. And then Brent Bailey, the public service commissioner for Mississippi Central District. Stay with us. We're in the Element Well Studios. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies, ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home. 
because we hate termites more than you do. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet Boom Products, Oil Gator, Oil Dry Spill Kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Fredericks has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Fredericks Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment, serving you since 1993. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from iCar and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe, the Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. Right. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Wealth Studios. And joining us now in the studio, Brent Bailey, the Public Service Commissioner for Mississippi's Central District. Commissioner, thanks for coming in today, sir. Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning to you, Gerard, Mr. Rhino, and, uh, of course, all our good constituents in the Central District. You got it. Absolutely. All right. So give us a little update. What's going on at the PSC these days? Well, you know, there's always a, a lot of things going on, uh, a lot of matters, but uh, certainly a, a big announcement that we had just recently was the settlement with Entergy. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's going to continue to carry benefits forward, uh, not just in the near term, but also long term for uh, customers of electric service from Entergy Mississippi. 
Uh, what that entails is about $300 million in total benefits. $200 million of that is going to go in to immediately offset the rising cost of natural gas to help mitigate the um, rate impacts that we likely would have seen come January as we true up the fuel costs that have uh, you know increased across the U.S. and had impacts on almost every facet of life. Uh, but particularly in the electricity production sector, in sector where about 80% of our electricity in the state of Mississippi is generated from natural gas. And so we're going to be applying a large chunk of that settlement into mitigating and reducing, or at least, you know, maybe not reducing, but certainly um, avoiding what would have been probably a significant rate increase in come January that potentially be up to $15 or more per average customer. Okay. Um, there's also going to be about a $35 million that's going to be applied in immediate rebates or if a c- customer decides to get that in the form of a check of about $80 a person. And we'll hopefully have those uh, available probably in the September time frame as we get ready to move that forward. So is this going to all Entergy customers or yes. just certain? Yes, All sir. of them? Yes, sir. All right. And it will be issued to them in the form of just – the credits on their bill, it could rebates, be a credit, or if they choose to receive a check, okay, for a ter- for amount of approximately eighty dollars, it'll be that as well. And Entergy will notify them, there and will, give them, there provide will, them the option. Yes, sir. There's going to be a notification process. There'll be an online portal. Okay. Um, the fallback will be uh, credit to your bill unless you choose. I got to make the default's choice. a credit yeah. to your bill unless that's you right. say no, I want to check. Yeah, and I believe that's the route we're going to go and we're continuing okay. in conversation Entergy perfect and make sure we have that that understanding out there. Uh, so we talked about that partners also about 65 million dollars in additional savings over the next 4 years to a uh, what they call putting a cap on the rate structure and a cap on the return on equity uh, that's going to create additional savings um, and and reduced um, potential increases so additional savings going forward in that regard so what what was the squabble about exactly yeah, the settlement so this what the settlement it, it it put to bed about 13 different legal disputes challenges disagreements mm-hmm. on certain accounting process and matters um, uh, certain operations around uh, profiting at of the operation grand gulf nuclear facility and these have date back to about 2017. Hmm. And the Public Service Commission uh, initiated some of these. Some we joined in by our sister regulatory agencies initiated some actions, and we intervened in those. And just saw as we continue to see these go on, we were certainly very confident in having success. And some of these others, not so sure, but collectively uh initiated the conversations with Intergy over the last year and so we think that there should be a common path forward in, in resolving these and through back and forth negotiations we found we felt very comfortable settling on this uh these the, the price point that was made a settlement amount as well as the um, new sort of accounting processes that would be initiated going forward as well as the cap structure on on equity and um, some other accounting and legal matters as well. Yeah, we're talking about the company's financial equity, by right. the way. Yeah. Right. So yeah. on, literally on their balance. And how so, they earn, right. earn turns profits on yeah, that. Yeah, I understand. So. And that's because they 
uh, have somewhat of a monopoly. They're a regulated entity, and, and this is part of the regulatory authority. It does. And it also gives regulatory certainty going forward for operational future of Grand yeah. Gulf. And, you know, they're located here in Mississippi in the Central District, in the Port Gibson area. They employ a lot of folks, a lot of Mississippians. They have a significant economic impact. Sure. And the, uh, and, and the reliability of Kemper, I mean, I'm sorry, <laughs> well, no, of Grand Gulf uh, yeah. has certainly, um, you know, shown its worth in value over the last few years. And we want to continue to make sure that asset is providing cost-effective, affordable, clean generation going forward. How much of the electricity consumed in Mississippi comes from Grand Gulf? Do we have that data? Um, like I said, it's probably 12%. Okay. Um, is there any uh, idea about uh, or plans to expand it and to increase the amount produced from nuclear sources? We've uh, talked about that right on have a lot yeah. on the show here. Um, you know, there is a lot of conversation about the future of energy generation, what that looks like, and will nuclear play a role? Yeah. Um, if we're going to continue to move as a nation toward a more decarbonized energy sector, um, nuclear is going to have to play a role. Mm -hmm. Now, to what scale, that's still debated. As we see, we only have one nuclear plant in construction in the U.S. today in Georgia. Hmm. Um, and they have, unfortunately, exceeded their budget. Um, immensely, yeah. and they've their construction timeline. They're approximately eight years behind schedule in bringing it online. Hmm. So we got to find a way to be more efficient in how we construct, budget, and execute these large scale projects. So are more scaled down, modular light, modular type nuclear technologies that are being looked at, being evaluated by. TVA, by Energy, and others, is that the way to go more smaller-scale nuclear facilities that's more dispersed around the country? Yeah, that, that makes sense. But uh, it just seems to me like that uh, – and, and I'm certainly no expert on, on energy, but it seems to me like it's infinite, it's clean – we, we're doing a pretty good job of uh, making sure that these things are safe to operate and, and protect people and the environment and so forth. Seems like it's got to be a bigger part of the overall mix of energy generation. Yeah, it, it, like I said, we, we got to get the how they're designed. Okay. And you see a lot of the other countries, they kind of settle on one key design they go forward. It seems like in the U.S. we tend to customize oh, everything, okay. which, you know, increases cost and, and extends the timeline for the Nuclear Regulatory Commission to review the plans and make sure that they're safe to operate and things like that. Yeah. And perhaps we can find some efficiencies in more um, more adaptable, more uniform uh, designs that can be applied quickly in, in across the country. But we, in, in, but uh, another fact, we still have to find a long-term solution for spent nuclear fuel in yeah. this nation. Okay. Basically, all our most of our nuclear power plants are also secondary storage areas for yeah. the spent fuel. We don't have a consolidated area where they're all brought to be processed, turned into you know other products, or find some kind of long term storage and disposal. Um, yeah, just a solution to that problem. Yeah, yeah, that that's still something that's lingering out there yeah. that that we do have to deal with. Gotcha. Makes sense. Uh, all right. So to to those such as myself who just yeah. got the biggest power bill they've ever gotten. So I know I've asked you this before, but yeah. I, I think it's it's good to talk about this uh, on a, on a regular basis. When is a is a uh, regulated utility? When are they able to increase prices without authority from the PSC? And when does that require authority? 
So there are multiple mechanisms we evaluate throughout the year. Their largest mechanism is called their formula rate plan, which really is kind of like an annual rate case, but yeah. on a smaller scale. And we do that uh, normally in the January time frame of every year. Okay, um, Get the information of that, kind of do our interim rate adjustment, and then do a final decision usually in the month of June or July. And we're actually taking that up on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, at our next docket meeting. And that is really where we adjust and take in all their performance factors, their cost increases, cost decreases, just the capital expenditures, other expenses that they've acquired, and factor that all in and see what they need to operate, provide affordable, reliable, resilient electricity, mm-hmm. as well as because they're a for-profit company, allow them to continue to make their profits they need, continue to grow to be successful um, and meet of course, their investor expectations. Yeah, but you know, I always get back for us to regulate to represent the people, our voters, our constituents, to ensure that you know that that the the power, the natural gas, the whatever utility service, water, sewer that they're receiving is the most efficient, affordable, and accessible possible. Well, I I just uh, I didn't think that given the increase that uh, that I just experienced on my bill, I, I think the kilowatt hour. Uh, charge went up the rate per kilowatt hours if I'm not mistaken and looking at just contrasting um, and it may have seen a slight because of the the RFP interim adjustments that are allowed to be made for fuel increases and, and, that, and that's what I was like getting that. to is that that yeah. they they don't have to go to the public service commission and say hey look we got an input cost here that went up we got to raise our Output cost. It still has price. to go through our approval, okay. even like taxation okay. and things like that. They do got to recover the taxes or impose them okay. at state and local level, and we do approve it. Uh, but there are certain pass through through costs that they are absolutely 100% able to recover, okay. but we still have to um, go through the process and authorize it. You hang around? Sure. You got time? We yeah. got Brad Bailey. He's the public service commissioner for Mississippi Central District. I want to ask you about hydroelectric power. We have some of that in the state of Mississippi. Do we, we do we? not. We don't. We okay. do not. Let's, let's talk about that. We had a text yesterday. I want to clarify okay. when we come back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a slight chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 94. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 77. Your finally Friday, a 20% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 95. And for your Saturday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 96. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. Every search you make, every click you take, they'll be watching you. Tired of companies like Google and Facebook watching everything you do online? There's actually a simple solution. DuckDuckGo. It's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine, web browser, one-click data clearing, email protection, and more. All for free. Download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with the push of a button. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. 
If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. Does your driveway need a little spring because your tired vehicle has sprained its sprung? Well, then you need to bring your brung to Pinnacle Motors. Steve Owen and the friendly staff at Pinnacle Motors can up your game and get your ride back to where it should be. If they don't have it, they'll work for you in finding the best pre-owned car, truck, and SUV that's been inspected and has a warranty. They're also still buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men and a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men and a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Mississippi's trigger law goes into effect today, making abortion illegal across the Magnolia State. According to Aaron Rice, director of the Mississippi Justice Institute, there's some misconceptions on what the ban means for mothers. A lot of the misinformation I've seen around, you know, what these laws, the trigger law in Mississippi, uh, you know, means and what they mean in other states. I've seen a lot of talk about, oh, this is going to prevent, you know, uh, miscarriage services. If, if you're, if you're the, the baby in the womb doesn't make it and you have to have what's technically an abortion to remove the baby, that that would be illegal. That's not the case under Mississippi's trigger law or any state's trigger law. Eptocic pregnancies, if you've seen those uh, or talk about that, that that would be illegal to treat that. That, I mean, that's again, M- Mississippi's law says, uh, you know, you can do it to, to save the life of the mother. Right. Well, I mean, those kind of pregnancies are, are a risk to the mother's life. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to primeshrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Whether you're looking to learn a trade or expand your skills, contact MCEF today. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006, 601-957-6006. Just a reminder about the Palmer Hall for Children Radiothon, July the 14th, right here on Supertalk. Look, the Supertalk family knows that when they donate to Palmer Hall for Children, they're helping complete a child's life through healing and restoration. That's the Palmer Hall for Children Radiothon, July the 14th. Listen, help, and spread the word.
Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. Oh, yeah, REO Speedwagon, Kevin Cronin on vocals, the great late Gary Richcraft on the lead guitar. And they need to be in the Hall of Fame, dang it, I'm still on that crusade. Why are they in the Hall of Fame? Politics. <laughs> no Probably. doubt. No doubt. Appreciate that, Rhino. It's Brent Bailey, the Public Service Commissioner for Mississippi's Central District. And there are three, right, Brent? Three, a northern, a central, and a southern. That is correct. That and is that correct. coincides with the Highway Commissioner structure as well. As well as the um, um, Supreme Court Supreme districts. Courts, that's right. That's, that's right. actually, I think, the basis for it. Whereas right? we, we um, by statute, adopt the districts provided by the Supreme Court. So okay. those. Makes total yep. sense. Yep. All right, so we were uh, just visiting offline about the uh, the details and the particulars of how Utility companies are able to, uh, or the formula that is used for them to charge customers, which is really based on the formula that uh, I think just governs their overall business model, their overall economic model, right? That's right. It's, it's called, a, in, in our shop, the formula rate plan. Okay. And, and a lot of different utilities utilize that, and it's just a set of various inputs some fixed costs, some operating costs, expenses, uh, the built-in capital um, allowances for, for profits, um, just just a full range and mix of um, um, considerations that must be um, inputted in that. Our public utility staff, gotcha. which is our separate sister agency that acts to advise, consent, investigate, and conduct analysis for the commission, um, it takes them – months many times to go through all the complexities of uh, the accounting process and all the, um, the, the the capital the expenses and all the other um, expenditures made by the utilities and uh, to ensure that rates are fair um, that uh, you know that, that what the actual costs are being paid and passed down to consumers and that they're getting great value for the rates that they pay. Is this pretty consistent across the 50 states, this yes, structure? Sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, most every state has some type of commission, yeah. utility board, regulatory board. Um, yes, sir. And this I, is think really... there's only, I think there's only 11, maybe 12 that are elected, though. Okay. Um, most, That's right. We've yes, talked about really that like before. 38, 40 states that just have appointed, appointed to okay. the governor some other appointing mechanism. All right, so before we went to break, this was in reference to a text I received yesterday. I think, and I, I can't find the text now, of course, it scrolled by. I apologize for that. And and I, I think I'm representing this accurately. Rhino, you may have read it as well yesterday, and it concerned TVA. Mm-hmm. And the question, I believe, was from a uh, someone in our audience that wanted to know about why their power bill went up, given the fact that TVA it mainly produces power, generates power from hydroelectric sources. Now, you indicated that doesn't come from the state of Mississippi. We don't have any hydroelectric plants, but mm-hmm. it is part of TVA's yeah. overall energy production mix. Yeah, so TVA serves, d- distributes power to 14 rural electric cooperatives and I believe 14 municipalities in kind of the north, north 
southeast part of the state, so okay. almost a third of the state. Okay. Right. Uh, I represent that, right? Is that okay? Yeah, that's Jacobson. correct. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. And so they deliver power. While we do not generate any hydro-based power in the state of Mississippi, yes, as part of the, the, the generation mix that TVA has, I'm sure there's power that's generated in Alabama, in, in Tennessee, and other places that's part of TVA's service area that comes in the state. But actually, while, while we're saying that, I pulled up TVA's generation portfolio. Okay. Actually, 39% of the power they distribute comes from nuclear. Okay. 19% from coal, 26% from natural gas, and only 11% from hydropower. I got you. So it's it's only about one tenth of their generation portfolio. How much natural gas? You said um, natural gas twenty six percent. Yeah, it's a big chunk, and we know mm-hmm. that's up considerably year over year. At least, yeah, huh? it certainly has. They've seen a significant amount of coal retirements over the last few years. We've seen that all across the U.S., particularly in the Midwest, um, and we're going to see some um, before the end of this decade here in Mississippi and their adjacent states as well. My theory is. By the end of the uh, end of the decade, by 2030, we won't be using coal anymore whatsoever to generate uh, only, electric only power. the most uh, efficient and um, plants will likely be doing that. That ain't many. It's not many of them. <laughs> it's not many. They, they're older plants. A lot of them have gone through upgrades uh, as far as um, you know the heat rate and as well as emission control equipment. Um, we're starting to see some of the impacts of these retirements in a certain part of the U.S. and what it means capacity availability and uh, reliability of power, particularly in some of these extreme heat events we've seen uh, where we're bumping up against the top of um, our, our, our uh, resource, um, our, our capacity res- reserve margin, I guess you could say. We always anticipate X amount of generation or demand every day. However, you keep a buffer for those days when you get um, really extreme heat, and we're been, we've been pushing the envelope on that. Yeah. And as these retirements continue to happen, while we are bringing a lot of capacity online, the capacity factors are not as high. Okay. So, so a coal gotcha. plant that would run, you know, a capacity factor of sixty to ninety percent, and and nuclear is generally ninety to ninety three percent. Okay. Natural gas is typically lower than that. As we bring a lot of these natural gas, wind, solar, and other resources on, you're getting capacity factors less than fifty. 30, maybe Hmm. 2025. So while you have a large amount of capacity, the ability for them to deliver at the times needed most becomes becomes challenging at times. And that's where uh, technology such as energy storage is going to play an important role coming down the line. So when the big utilities such as an energy, uh, Brent, when they are looking to expand their capacity, Mm -hmm. and in doing so that means planting equipment, what sort of uh, authority do they need, if any, from the PSC? Oh, everything, everything. They they develop the plans, okay. or this is what their recommendations for as for their resource mix going for their capacity needs and what type of generation they look at, okay. uh, or they they're proposing. We evaluate that. What is the cost of that? What is the resource? You know, what is the um, impact on resource adequacy going forward? Okay. Um, you know, are we going to rely on that primarily, or are we also look toward our neighbors and other uh, generators to help backfill? You know, and the point I'm trying to make there, really the distinction yeah. is that unlike a, a, a typical for-profit a private company that is not a regulated utility that doesn't is not per- permitted with and afforded a, 
a monopoly, if you will. I don't know any other way to describe it. You guys may have some other term you use for it, but they they don't they don't have so much direct competition in a service area. They are they are sort of assigned a service area. That's right. They they do have certificated areas, and, okay. and virtually everybody does, even if they're directly regulated through rates, billing, and tariffs or not. Uh, just like our rural electric cooperatives, we do not regulate the rates they charge their sure. customers. We don't regulate how their their internal governance and operations are. Sure. But they do have certificated areas. Yeah. And anything that comes on to the grid at large must come through the Public well, Service Commission for a certificate of, of public convenience and necessity. Um, as an example, this evening we're having a public hearing in Brandon. East Brandon continues to grow. They need additional power resources. They're straining the existing grid, working with Cooperative Energy and Southern Power to put in new transmission lines and a new substation in East Brandon to continue to facilitate the growth in that part of Rankin County. Now, how much that costs, we don't have any bearing on that, but we must go through the process of providing a hearing for public input and, and, and informing of what goes on and ensure that that's going to be a, a, um, a valuable asset Makes infrastructure. Sense. Adding to the grid is not creating adverse impacts, but certainly beneficial well, impacts. Well, as a consumer, them. the other issue I would have, commissioners, that they make all these investments and they haven't been properly vetted through the commission, but yet they have this certified area of service, and that causes a rise in their costs. And they say, look, guys, we got to pass this on to the consumers, and you guys are kind of caught in a conundrum there. And that, so that's the check and balance when you're a regulated utility. That's right. That's okay. right. To, to be afforded that monopoly status, sure. the offset is that you must be have some Makes type sense. of regulatory body uh, uh, that represents the people and selected by the people to be that 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 watchdog and that evaluator of the the validity of the proposals put forth. Makes sense. We're seeing more people that are investing in um, solar power or or some other form mm-hmm. of, of self-generation, self-power, if you will, and their residents, their place of business. What are our rules in Mississippi about if they generate more than they consume, selling that back to the power company so, and so forth? Currently, our um, our structure, we have a net metering program that's before the PSC um, and interconnection standards as well that must to ensure that the inter- tie-in is, is safely done and protects the line workers and provides that anything that flows across the meter and puts that on the grid is sold is credited to the customer at a reduced rate below retail cost okay so you really want to use as much as you generate behind the meter that's where you get the full value of that power i got you Uh, because anything that you push out across the meter goes down the line it's discounted value okay my understanding is in Arkansas, it's at the same. It is right, Arkansas right? and and Florida is the nearest states that do that one to one retail credit offset. We need to do that here. I know that's a that's a that's a legislative thing, is it not? Um, you don't stay like tuned, that. Stay tuned for Tuesday next week. Okay, I like it, and we'll we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right, Commissioner Brent <laughs> Bailey. He's the PSC Commissioner for Mississippi Central District. He's been our guest on Middays. We'll step aside for a break right here. we got Dr. Jennifer Bryan at 11.05. We'll be back in the Element Well Studios. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. 
Got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was up 258 to 9119. March cotton was up 261 to 8729. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade August soybeans were up 39 and a quarter to 1486 and a half per bushel. September soybeans were up 43 cents, 1384 per bushel. December corn was up 15 and a half to six and a half per bushel. March corn was up 14 and three quarters to 606 per bushel. At the Mercantile, August live cattle was up two cents to 134.52. October live cattle was down 25 to 139.70. August feeders down 102 to 172.27. September feeders down one dollar to 176.07. And at the open, the Dow Jones up 209 points, 31,247. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Are customers able to find you online? With the power of Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Cotton isn't a crop, it's a calling. That's why you battle resistant weeds with guts and determination. BASF helps you win with the most effective in-season weed control program on the market. The powerhouse trio of Ingenia, Liberty, and Outlook are best-in-class post-herbicides, each with a different mode of action, so weeds don't stand a chance. Protect your calling at CottonWeedControl.com. Ingenia, Liberty, and Outlook herbicides, made for this. Ingenia herbicide is a U.S. EPA-restricted-use pesticide. Always read and follow label directions. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Are we going to do this? Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. On Super Talk Mississippi.
of stuck in that era the last few days, aren't you? <laughs> I got awesome. a few from farther back coming up. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man. What did that mean, even? The Mexican <laughs> If I'm not mistaken, it's from the Southwest, where at the time there were Mexican radio stations that were not bound by FCC regulations. So they would just crank it up and crank up the power and you could pick it up in the southwest especially uh, in texas okay it kind of drown out what you were trying to listen to on the local oh, radio geez okay that makes sense uh you've probably seen speaking of which the story about <laughs> far left radical billionaire george soros scarfing up the hispanic radio stations they ain't happy because they've learned that you know these uh, Hispanic folks, they're leaning more conservative these days. They, they're sort of seeing through this garbage coming out of the left. And what's incredible is how they continue to want to use the term Latinx or Latinx, whichever way you want to pronounce it. And the Latina people are saying, no, 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 that's, we, don't, we don't like that. That's nuts. It's true. I mean, it's... It, uh, it's, it flies in the face of their culture, because their culture and their language has gendered language. That's exactly right. So almost all of if the If you are male, you languages. are Latino. If you are female, you are Latina. Okay. So, it's so that, to, to say X, Latinx, you're, you're slapping them in the face. You're saying you're, you're nothing. Well, I got to tell you, I have, I just out of curiosity, I have viewed a number of videos, Ben Shapiro, Matt Walsh, Charlie Kirk, who who go on campuses a lot or or just have um, debate type discussions, Inter- very interesting. They're not necessarily aired, but they are uh, they're published where you can get that sort of stuff. This whole gender ideology thing, it is nuts. I mean, we are just off the charts crazy. And i got to tell you, I'm going to go back to one of the first things I said hosting this show two years ago. We can't agree on how many genders there are. I'm more convinced of it now than ever. You try to get one of these people to define what a woman is, you're just watching and listening in disbelief. They don't think it has anything to do with your biological makeup. It's all about how you identify. And so Matt Walsh says, but what is it you're identifying as? A woman. But what is that? It's how I identify. (laughs) He just can't answer it. Uh, It's just nuts. That's generally how the left's logic works. It eats itself. (laughs) It falls. It collapses under the weight of its own idiocy. I mean, this really is crazy how that has has just taken a hold in this country for such a teeny tiny sliver of the population. We're so concerned. We're talking about it here. And we are because it's all over the media. Is it not? It's not just me anecdotally, I don't think, happening on this. These discussions are happening everywhere. We shared a story a few weeks ago about a school district in the state of Oregon mandating the placement of feminine hygiene products in the boys' bathroom in middle schools. How many people are we accommodating with this? 
How did we get, like this only happened 15 minutes ago. How did we get to where we are without this? I can't, I'm honestly, I'm flabbergasted by it. I just, it, it's, uh, maybe I'm oversimplifying biological gender, but this whole deal, well, there's a difference between sex and gender. That's, that's their big talking point. And all, all, all of this, now we've got, I just saw that the Teachers Union, the National Education Association Teachers Union, proposes resolution to change mother to birthing parent. This is in the best interest of our kids? Seriously? No, it's in the best interest of the idiots that spent four to six years in college getting a useless degree, and now they got to do something with it. I Gender think studies right. is the degree that you're stuck with because you wasted all that time, and now you got to find a way to make money. Well, you might as well go swindle idiots, which is exactly what all of these I, leaders in high positions, whether it be elected or corporate, that are browbeating their employees or their constituency with this nonsense of the tail wagging the dog. Uh, no doubt about it. There's absolutely no doubt about it. Uh, we got to take a break right here because we got some news coming your way. But when we come back, it's Dr. Jennifer Bryan. We're going to talk about this little conflict between uh, University Medical Center, Blue Cross, Blue Shield. And I got more to talk about on this gender stuff. And more nonsense on white supremacy going on in Oregon, you won't believe it. Stay with us, Element. We're in the Element Well Studios, and we'll be right back. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. News. I'm Lillian Wu. A star athlete the U.S. calls wrongfully detained pleads guilty in Russia to drug charges. Brittany Griner told a judge in a Russian court, I'd like to plead guilty, Your Honor, but there was no intent. The two-time U.S. Olympic basketball gold medalist was detained at an airport outside Moscow February 17th, alleged to have transported two vape cartridges in her luggage that contain hash oil for personal use, which is illegal in Russia. Fox's Jared Max, former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin, learns his sentence today for violating George Floyd's civil rights. Chauvin's agreed to a plea deal, which would include a sentence of 20 to 25 years and transfer to federal prison instead of the state pen he's currently in. He already he received a 22 and a half year sentence from Minnesota and he's held in a 10 foot by 10 foot cell allowed out only for an hour a day for his own protection. Fox's Jill Nato, America's listening to Fox News. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. 
I'm Lauren McGraw with Guide Go. I'm here to help you with your special events like picnics, reunions, or weddings. We have many options of luxury restroom trailers. No event too big or too small. When you gotta go, please call Guide Go 601-879-3969. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Judge Kent Smith from the Lafayette County Circuit Court has denied bond for Matt Reardon, who was charged with aggravated stalking of Oxford Mayor Robin Tannehill. The judge has also ordered a psychiatric evaluation for Reardon. In 2017, Mayor Tannehill and her husband successfully filed for a restraining order against Reardon after he was initially charged with stalking. According to the restraining order, Reardon was not legally allowed within 500 feet of the Tannehills. The order was violated on June 20th when Reardon visited Oxford City Hall, the mayor's place of work. On June 28th, the Mississippi Bureau of Investigations took the alleged stalker into custody. It was later discovered that the mayor's husband had represented Reardon's former partner in court, prompting the cycle of manic behavior against the mayor and her family. In addition, Mayor Tannehill claims that she had to move the location of her office out of the fear that Reardon caused her to have. Do you ever feel like you're in the dark? Well, with a propane generator, you'll never be in the dark again, at least when the lights go out. Enjoy the comfort and safety of knowing you have a propane generator always ready when the electricity goes out. Propane generators are sure you'll always have power. Propane-fueled, clean cooking, hot water on demand, warm and consistent heat, and power when you need it most. Why would you choose anything else? Energy for everyone, propane. Visit MSPropane.com. That's MSPropane.com today. I think the teacher's asleep. Looks like he's dreaming. Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. <laughs> I think he's having a nightmare. No, this is part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. The festivities continue as Ole Miss fans in the Jackson area will have an opportunity to celebrate the 2022 College World Series champions tonight as the Mississippi Braves have partnered with Ole Miss Athletics to host Ole Miss Night at Trustmark Park. Admission to tonight's doubleheader between the Mississippi Braves and the Pensacola Blue Wahoos will be $5 for those wearing Ole Miss attire. In addition, the College World Series Championship Trophy will be on display at the park's Farm Bureau Grill and Outdoor Patio between 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. Fans will be able to have their pictures taken with the trophy, and the park will also be hosting Thirsty Thursday and Taco Tuesday on Thursday, meaning 16-ounce beverages and tacos will be $2 apiece. For more information on Ole Miss Night at Trustmark Park, as well as news, sports, and all things Mississippi, you can visit us online at supertalk.fm. And with Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Caleb Sailors. This is Brian Haydad of Sports Talk Mississippi. I want to tell you about the 10th annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July 14th, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. At Palmer Home, each child is received in a spirit of love, and Palmer Home for Children is committed to serving every aspect of their life. It's a faith-based organization that doesn't take government funding, so they need your help. No donation is too small, and every bit makes a real-world difference for a child in need. Tune in to the Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on Thursday, July 14th. And with your blessing, Palmer Home for Children can continue 
to make these precious lives whole again. The 10th Annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July 14th here on Super Talk Mississippi. Help and spread the word because children are precious. To good things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply, to think deeply. and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. In the Element Well Studios, it's midday Super Talk Mississippi on this Friday Eve. Joining us now, Dr. Jennifer Bryan is in the Element Well Studios, currently a family physician, chairman of the Mississippi delegation to the American Medical Association, and District 4 trustee, immediate past chairman of the board of the Mississippi State Medical Association. So I know. You've been busy, and you were chair of the board, you told me, three years, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Mississippi State Medical Association. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me back. Yeah, uh, good to see you, and good to have you in. So we wanted to start by getting the rundown on the conflict that seems to be lagging. That conflict is between Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi and the University of Mississippi Medical Center. They still hadn't done a deal yet, right? They haven't. It's incredible how long it's dragged on. Of course, we've been here before. Um, yeah. We've watched it go, um, and still hopeful, you know, that um, that Blue Cross is going to work things out to uh, readmit UMC to the network so that the patients can regain access to care. What uh, this may be a rhetorical question, but what's the central issue in the dispute here? So you know. Um, I don't work there, right? So um, I've talked to a lot of people over there at UMC, and, and I think they have some good points. Um, but, but bigger than that, we continue to have a problem with Blue Cross Blue Shield, and, it, and it's not a good relationship in general with physicians and, and many hospitals. And, and if you look back decades, this has gone on. So this is not new. Um, you know, at, at, the, at the core of it, if you just look on a, a very simplistic level, um, I mean, it's about, you know, negotiations of, of money, right? I mean, that's what it boils down to. But, but at the end of this is patient care. And that's what we are most interested in at the, the Medical Association is patients are going without care. Hmm. And why is that? Um, you know, a, a lot of people see a, a monopoly effect going on. And um, when, when you look back on the history of Blue Cross and, and their business here in this state and, and then other blues across the country, it kind of it, it, this is similar. Uh, and the pattern is when you have an entity with such a large market share um, in a monopoly of any kind, there is no drive to just have the highest quality when the bottom line is money. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, I know a lot of folks um, are interested in more competition, free market competition, and would like to see avenues for that, because when we compete, patient quality and, and care uh, improves. 
Yeah, throughout the entire ecosystem, not not just in the realm of insurance and the coverage, but also in the delivery of uh, medical services as well. It's the same applies. Well, and and this is so complex. I mean, it honestly years of me watching this and and reading and still. Uh, there's so much more to learn and know, but yes, it's it is how we got to this situation. We could talk about for days, but the fact is, there is a monopoly effect, and patients are losing access to care, to appropriate medications, and physicians and and other providers are being stifled in the ability to provide um, quality medical care. So let's let's clarify though, uh, Doctor Brian, mm-hmm. um, a, a patient or a would be patient or a, a person in general that is a subscriber, is insured by Blue Cross Blue Shield, has coverage, pays premiums. Maybe it's them, maybe it's them and their employer. It just depends on which which, uh, which group, if they're in group or individual coverage. Right. Or, uh, in general, those are the two main types. But uh, all right, so UMC is not in network. It doesn't mean that their services, should they uh, be treated and receive services from UMC aren't covered by their insurance. It just means that they may have to pay for it right then. Right. They're going to get billed for it. They right. then file that and they then wait for their money. And sometimes those are big bills and people just don't have the money to do it. I'm being told anecdotally by friends they're having to go to like Birmingham and and other cities. New Is this Orleans happening? And yeah. Memphis, right. And 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 so part of the network adequacy um, situation is, you know, th- these guys they need each other. Yeah. I mean, at the end, Blue Cross has to um, have to show that to their members right. um, that they can provide adequate and reasonable access to services. Right. I'd, I'd put forth that Birmingham is not reasonable access, okay? Um, similarly, with, with Blue Cross Blue Shield owning the largest share of the market, Blue Cross Blue Shield, I mean, excuse me, UMC, needs a good working relationship with them. And sure. so there's there's a standoff. But from, you know, the Medical Association put out a statement last week. This... this this is not just UMC that uh, that we are concerned about. We are concerned about the impact on the the state of Mississippi, the patients. The, the there we are seeing it. I don't know how many doctors have reached out to me over the past couple of weeks and to my colleagues in leadership, thanking us for speaking up. It's it's a very difficult needle to thread. It is, and so. Uh, obviously, there are a lot of other uh, providers, hospitals, clinics, individual providers, et cetera, that are also in the Blue Cross Blue Shield network. But let's talk about uh, UMC, the hospital proper, and, and general hospital services. Mm-hmm. There are others that are in their network. Are they reimbursing the same? So, again, you know, a lot of these things are sealed while they're in mediation, and I don't work there, right? There are contracts um, but, between but, right, the insurer contract, and, the, in, and right. the clinic. But and, and so, you know, we can go back and forth um, about um, other academic centers getting paid at higher rates. Um, okay. We can talk about, you know, why UMC may, um, get, as an academic medical center that trains physicians and students, have a different reimbursement rate when they have a, a liver transplant, a kidney transplant program, these organ transplant, these high level of care. Yeah. You know, all of those things are, are outside. I mean, but you can't get anywhere else. You can't, right? You can't without driving three hours. And again, I mean, how much does it cost to fill up your, your, right. your tank right now yeah. to drive to Birmingham? Sometimes that's just out of the possibility for right. the average family. 
And then there's just the time delay in receiving the care. And then the bigger issue is you just don't do it. Right. I mean, that, that's a concern that we all should have. Well, right? and my, again, okay, UMC is a huge concern, but I look at it as an opportunity to have a conversation. Okay. The biggest conversation that I, I, I want to have um, is that we have a market that is not conducive to competition. Yeah. And, and that is affect. Like, look at our health outcomes, 50th across on, on so many different things. Anything we can do to improve quality, we want to do. When, right. your, when your bottom line is your major interest um, and you own a market share the way Blue Cross does, it many times gets sideways with, um, with our physician practices and, yeah. and what our goals are to give the patients the best care. Yeah, and of course, uh, I think the thing that uh, a lot of folks maybe don't understand is that insurance is regulated at the state level, and, and so it, it's not that other insurers and carriers can't come into the state and set up shop, but it's just it's difficult to do, and it's difficult to build that network. Well, and, and again, like in a radio segment, it's hard to get into the details, but I'll say that Commissioner Cheney has been you know a champion for patients, sure. and, and I think that there, there's an ability for him to, to, to possibly um, be empowered to, to to enforce some things, right, right, that need to be enforced. Um, market conditions, you know, over the next five years, this is a long game, the way I look. UMC's got their short-term battle, and, and we're watching it with interest yeah. um, and hope that Blue Cross will will work to, to, to getting them back into network. Yeah. But long-term, our state can do things to make this environment attractive to other insurers to want to come here That's and to exactly want to operate right. That's here. That's ex- precisely right. Because, you know, you, you have a similar situation in Louisiana and Alabama with the Blue Crosses and those. They're 90% of the coverage no doubt. In, in those states. But they're not having this same problem. So, yeah, no, they're, they're having they a problem, are? though. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, not yeah. aware of yeah. it then. No, All they're, right. They're well, having, thank you for pointing yeah. that out. They're, but it's the same issue is that we got this state-level regulation, mm-hmm. and it's such that it's almost impossible for somebody else it's not economically feasible for them to come up, come in, set up shop. The way we are set up right now, the environment in Mississippi is such that they have their hands tied behind their back before yeah. they even get out of the gate. No doubt about it. Um, so so you, they don't come. Right, right. And so now the problem is UMC has their problem, and some of it is rooted in this, but doctors across the state, I would go on, I don't speak for them, but nurse practitioners and other providers do as well. Blue Cross is a behemoth to deal with, yeah. and we need help. Because the patients deserve better access to I care. I, I'm, I'm with you. Well, hopefully we will get a swift resolution that is in the best interest of all, and in particular the patients. But it breaks my heart. And one particular case I know is is of a, a single mom and a child, and the child is being treated at UMC, and it's expensive, and and has coverage with Blue Cross. But it has to go to Birmingham right now to, to get their child treated. Well, that, and, and don't even get me started on telemedicine and the yeah. problems that we had there during COVID. I mean, that was a very real problem. Yeah. And, yeah, I hear, I know. And, and um, okay. <laughs> we could go on and on. And then I start thinking about the certificate of need situation and sort of the special oh, exceptions there. there, there and, there's yeah. so much. But, you yeah. know, I mean... I, Telemedicine is here to stay. You look at Sally Doty's work over there. We've got to expand it. We, we've got to do it. Yeah. And, and, and we need folks to be paid for the services so patients can get the care they need. Dr. Jennifer Bryan in the Element Well Studios. We'll take a break and come right back. Thanks.
When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Kalito, this is Choctaw Indian Princess Shima Crosby inviting you to the 72nd Choctaw Indian Fair, July 13th through 16th. Enjoy live performances from Ryan Hurd, Casting Crowns, and Lady A. Experience Choctaw art, food, dancing, and carnival rides. Activate your competitive spirit with Rezron Iron Warrior Competition and the Cornhole Tournament. And don't miss the inaugural Volleyball Tournament. Visit ChoctawIndianFair.com and like us on Facebook. Hope to see you there. Hacha peace, la chique. Breezy Oaks Ranch is Mississippi's source for local pasture-finished Wagyu beef and heritage pork. No antibiotics, no hormones. Breezy Oaks Ranch Wagyu beef and heritage pork is healthy and has incredible flavor in marbling. Call 601-908-9080 or breezyoaksranch.com. Pick up or delivery. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Bloodstadt, south of Germantown High, Calloway's has an outstanding selection of your favorite trees, shrubs, color plants, and bagged and bulk soils. Everything for your outdoor living. Large shipments of outdoor patio furniture have arrived. Calloway's showroom and warehouse are full. We have the largest in-stock selection in the South. Callaway's has plenty of large rolls of pine straw, and we offer quantity pricing. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm-fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoors and outdoors? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's is. As an organ donor, your story doesn't have to end the good in you can live on. In fact, you could save up to eight lives and restore sight and health for many more. Sign up right now online as an organ, eye, and tissue donor. You'll be happy you did. And just maybe, someone else will be happy too. Go to organdonor.gov. It saves lives. U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. What? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. We are back in the Element Well Studios. Dr. Jennifer Bryan is our guest today. 
On the ceasefire text line, most all the doctors in Grenada are owned by UMMC. Well, I think that's because they, they bought a facility up there. Yeah, right? they, they, they um, I don't know if they bought it or managed it, but that Grenada hospital up there is, uh, is a UMC uh, affiliate. Does Blue Cross Blue Shield manage the state's insurance program? It is a, I believe it is a self-funded yes. uh, program, but it is administered by Blue right. Cross. Right, and I think it, I think my understanding is it goes up for bid in three years um, again. So um, okay. there's some time there to work some things out, hopefully. Yeah. So all right, you, you were telling me offline though, uh, Doctor. What what are some of the other issues that we have just besides this general issue of of coverage and in network, out of network? At this point, UMC's not in network. Doesn't mean that your services there aren't covered by Blue Cross if you have their insurance. It just means that they ain't gonna file it for you. You got to pay, uh, and you, before you walk out, in many cases, unless you make other arrangements. Sometimes they will do that. That uh, most most medical providers are very I found accommodating in that respect. Yes. Are they not? If you say I can't pay it all today, but six months I can pay you in installments. Or oh, something. I, I can I can tell you wonderful stories of many hospital systems and and doctors clinics across the state that do that. Absolutely. No I mean, we want to help people. Sure. Um, so I mean, there's so much to cover, but um, we closed on um, the first segment on telemedicine. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I can I can tell you things about at the height of the pandemic when the government um, shuttered clinics. Right, we were trying to protect the workforce, and nobody could physically go into a clinic. Um, we had to do telemedicine. Yeah, and um, and we couldn't get reimbursed for our most common code from Blue Cross, though Medicare and Medicaid would. And when I asked their their top leadership why, they said. I just don't think, you know, that that we that you can do that level, right? Um, they just disagree, and they can do that because of again the monopoly effect. Yeah. Um, you know, it's going to take members, um, the the constituents across the state, I think, to speak up in this situation a lot because th- these are difficult market forces to overcome, sure. and and we can go on and on about. Um, the things that are problems, like, for instance, um, medications. I mean, it's a big problem. If I want to prescribe you a medication, uh, you know, I've got to do a prior authorization process. That's just extremely onerous. Um, prior authorization is a major problem, and, and, I, and we've got several initiatives to deal with that. But, again, the biggest problem is when you've got one elephant in the room, they can do whatever they want to do, and the patients are the ones who are hurting. The constituents are the ones who are hurting. So UMC's battle is theirs, but we are all watching it with interest because it affects everyone. Yeah. But, you know, it, too, is a, is a regulated industry, highly regulated industry. It seems like maybe we'd have some teeth there, but, of course, a great deal of that has to come through statute, law. Yeah, yeah, and I think we have, you know, again, we alluded to a long-term game, so I think that some of our elected officials are beginning to have an appetite to have these conversations, and uh, there's much gratitude from our side for that. Uh, We just appreciate um, listening ears. You know, it's a problem. And I think, I mean, it's not just us. The patients come in, and it's every day, like, I thought I had good insurance. And, and they are frustrated. They are very frustrated. And I don't know, I'm sure you know, um, but many people don't know that um, the shareholders of Blue Cross who should, you know, have input long ago gave their power to a board of directors. So right. there is a board of directors making the majority of the decisions. And and they can reclaim some of that, as my understanding, by writing a letter in and so on. But but in reality, there's a small group of people making decisions. And, and when you are a corporation and your bottom line is your goal, 
these things are kind of common sense. And and then other businesses, while it makes sense to cut quality sometimes on things, like maybe you want cheaper Tupperware in your kitchen or whatever it is, right? Your quality doesn't matter yeah. as much. When it's somebody's heart or somebody's stroke care or their cancer care or their liver transplant, it matters. Well, and, and let's also point out, I think it's fair to do so, that uh, in accordance with federal law, uh, health insurers do have a limitation in that on, on their profit, and that eighty uh, percent of their uh, premiums have to be paid out in claims. Mm-hmm. Now, how that's calculated is another story, right? I mean, there's a lot of, of statistics, right? <laughs> right, and it's just a lot <laughs> of machinations that go on behind the scenes to get to that. And there have been billions of dollars of rebates paid out by insurance companies mm-hmm. directly to uh, their subscribers, their insured customers. I want to say um, Anthem, Blue Shield in California, maybe at the top of the list of the amount. Of course, they, yeah, they're a huge you know, provider, or a huge carrier, I should say. So it just seems like all this government, I mean, this is kind of getting into the more the political aspect of it, but all this government ain't making this better. It's supposed to be making us better. It seems like it's making it worse. I, I think there are some things that could probably be undone to allow more free market competition. I agree. I and, agree. and I think that, you know, um, my understanding is that, you know, there there's a lot of profit that um, that has, has been made over the years, and, and I'm for that, but, um, but I'm not for patient care to be hindered. And, and again, telemedicine, when we look at that in the pandemic, we remember when the hospital halls were empty, sure. right? We remember when the clinics were empty. Premiums rolled into the insurance companies. They didn't go down. That's right. And they weren't paying it out. That's right. So, uh, and, and looking forward, we need... Uh, here's a tangent, pay parity on telemedicine. We've got to reach these rural areas, and we need partners that are willing to step up and take care of these people with us. And today it's telemedicine, but you know as well as I do, this is incredibly dynamic and ever-changing, and there's there are innovations coming out every single day, and they move way faster than the industry is, than, than the payment industry is, uh, yeah, if, yeah, you, yeah. If, you, if you know what I'm saying there. it's And speaking of that, I think we as patients, we stay confused about who we owe and how much we owe. It's so dang complicated. Between the co-pays and the co-insurance and the maximums and the this and the that, you can't figure it out. It's really difficult. It's quite complicated. And uh, and I think, you, you know, um, you see when you go back on this battle over the past few decades, I was I was reviewing on the break. I mean, um, there was a battle with North Mississippi Health Center and Blue Cross that went on for a while. They were out of network. Gulfport Memorial was, That's right. was, um, was a part of that. HMA, when they were operating here, Nail Merritt, you know, there were, yep. t- there were 10 hospitals involved there. Mm-hmm. So I hear a lot about why is this just UMMC. It's not. When you look back, this has been going on a long time. And about 25 years ago, there were 13 companies that were writing policies for different small businesses around the state. We're down to two now. Yeah, we don't have any. Blue Cross and United. And something feels wrong about that, right? Uh, I mean, we need need competition. (laughs) Well, we need to think about smart people need to get in a room and figure out how do we attract some other carriers to set up shop here in Mississippi and get the providers in network. That's the key part. Well, and I can't stress enough how important it is for policyholders to complain and to make noise. I mean, honestly, it's your health, and, and it matters. And these things are affecting the individual people. So, you know, talk, talk to your talk to your lawmakers, talk to to the insurance commissioner, talk to the insurance company. 
send emails, talk about it. How is it affecting you and your family personally? These are the things that people need to know to affect the policy changes that need to happen. Yeah, that's good. That's good advice. And I, I agree with you. I, and I think that um, if if these lawmakers start hearing more from the folks that vote to keep them in office or put them in office, they'll, they'll respond. They'll respond to that. Well, I agree. And I'm telling you, there's some lawmakers that are listening, and I appreciate that, because at the end of the day, we've got to do right by our people. And right now, their, quali- their medical care quality is hurting by lack of access. And that's something that can be fixed. Um, and I think it can be fixed over the next few years if we put our minds to it, like you said, and just get together and figure it out. Well, when I hear these stories of people driving out of state, and, and then I start thinking about, well, how many are not able to do that, thus they're skipping the care, just not receiving it? I see them every day. Oh, man. It is it is sad. It is very sad. And also, I need to find a new doctor because mine's not a network. Right, yeah. right. Well, you know, disrupting that relationship, that's a big deal. A big the, deal. The doctor's known you 15 years, and now you just got to start over? Big deal. It's a problem. Yeah, it's a big deal, and it's incredibly uh, stressful, uncomfortable for the patients to have to have to go through that. Uh, well, we got we to do something. And uh, I know folks are listening that uh, have the authority to do so. And it sounds to me like we need uh, to assemble at the table a variety of brains that, that really represent the entire ecosystem here. This is a complicated matter. It's, it's, it's obviously it's clinical, it's business, it's economics, it's legal, uh, it's state policy. It's complicated. Well, yeah, it's a lot. And so I get, I'm, I'm bringing a bigger message, which is I'm for the patients every day of the week. Uh, and I'm, I'm here on behalf of the patients, and, and we need some help taking care of these guys. I, I agree. And appreciate that. Appreciate you coming in, Doctor. It was very informative. Lots of great feedback on the text line as well. I'm sure we'll talk soon. Thank you for having me. Dr. Jennifer Bryan has been our guest here on Middays. We're in the Element Well Studios. We'll come right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a slight chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 94. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 77. Your finally Friday, a 20% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 95. And for your Saturday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 96. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Frisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. Things have been a little tight lately, but because Kohl's has more style and more savings, I can still make this the best summer ever. Like today, with the extra 25% off, I got my husband a tank top for under six bucks and myself some shorts for just $14.99. Plus, I found sandals for 40% off and earned Kohl's cash. That's a win in my books. 
Select styles, 25% offer ends July 10th. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Get ready, Greater Jackson area. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show is coming for two big days, only at the Trademark Building on the fairgrounds. Show hours are Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 till 5. Hundreds of dealers' tables available, full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun books, camouflage, jewelry, and related items. Hunters and collectors, this big show's for you. Buy, sell, trade, or just spend the day browsing. Ladies are especially welcome. Admission just $9 for adults, $2 for kids ages 6 to 11. Sorry, no one under the age of 18 admitted without a parent. Got any guns to sell be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show thousands of buyers will be there instant background checks available for gun purchases the big one the great southern gun and knife show this weekend saturday nine to five sunday ten to five at the trademark building on the fairgrounds take the high street exit off i-55 and follow the signs exercise your right to keep and bear arms while you're there be sure to register for the door prize see you this weekend at the big one sure as shooting don't Don't miss miss it. it Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Judge Kent Smith from the Lafayette County Circuit Court has denied bond for Matt Reardon, who was charged with aggravated stalking of Oxford Mayor Robin Tannehill. The judge has also ordered a psychiatric evaluation for Reardon. In 2017, Mayor Tannehill and her husband successfully filed for a restraining order against Reardon after he was initially charged with stalking. According to the restraining order, Reardon was not legally allowed within 500 feet of the Tannehills. The order was violated on June 20th when Reardon visited Oxford City Hall, the mayor's place of work. On June 28th, the Mississippi Bureau of Investigations took the alleged stalker into custody. It was later discovered that the mayor's husband had represented Reardon's former partner in court, prompting the cycle of manic behavior against the mayor and her family. In addition, Mayor Tannehill claims that she had to move the location of her office out of the fear that Reardon caused her to have. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006, 601-957-6006. If you're looking for strong, reliable construction equipment for Sailor Rent in Mississippi, then contact Taylor Construction Equipment. As your number one source for Bell Articulated dump trucks and track carriers, as well as Hyundai Hydraulic Excavators, Mini Excavators, and Wheel Loaders, you can depend on Taylor to provide you with the best construction equipment backed by the best 24-7 sudden service experience. Call us at 833-773-3421 or taylorconstructionequipment.com. 
This is Brian Haydad of Sports Talk Mississippi. I want to remind you about the 10th annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July 14th, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. When you donate to Palmer Home for Children, you're helping complete a child's life through healing and restoration. That's the Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July 14th on Super Talk Mississippi. Listen, help, and spread the word because children are precious. Attention, adoring fans! It's time for Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Unmistakable voice of the great late Tom Petty. Thank you for that, Rhino. Back with you in the Element Well Studios. Appreciate uh, Dr. Brian for coming in. I uh, we all learned a lot. I think that was very informative, and uh, really appreciate that discussion and her taking her time to come in and help us understand all of these details. Very good and informative interview just now. Thank you for your show, Herschel. Appreciate that, Herschel. And thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. I have Blue Cross Blue Shield. This is from Thomas and Greenwood. And I want UMMC to quit being entitled and accept the reimbursement rate of other hospitals. UMC is in the wrong 100%. Interesting perspective. So the reimbursement rate, as Dr. Brian shared, it's not public information. It's my understanding. This is established in private contracts. But the squabble in general is that UMC is requesting, negotiating with Blue Cross for a higher reimbursement rate. It is my understanding, however, I've not been privy to any contract documents it's my understanding from people in the industry, however, that UMC is reimbursed at a lower level than other local hospitals. I don't know that for a fact, and I don't want to report that as a fact. It's, it's just something that crossed in conversation with someone who I believe would know. And I think that's one, if I'm not mistaken, Ryan, one of the fundamental aspects of the dispute. Yeah. Is that your understanding as well? Hey, you're paying us less than the guys down the street. Essentially. I mean, I'm oversimplifying it, of course, but... That's one version of the dispute. The other version is that they are disappointed that their reimbursement is not on par with other research hospitals. That's right. Other uh, teaching hospitals. That's absolutely correct. It is also true... In the region. uh, Correct. Which I think is the, the only fair comparison. Uh, I don't know that you could compare, for example, UMC to, let's say, NYU in the middle of New York, just as an example. So uh, UCLA, for example, where stuff's just a lot more. Everything is. So uh, it it's also true that 
as I said earlier, insurance carriers are regulated in that they must pay out 80% of their premiums in the form of claims. That was, was enacted as part of the Affordable Care Act, so-called Obamacare. And you, you could go Google it real quick and see there's been billions paid out. When at the end of the year, which is when it's measured on an annual basis, it's determined, and it's the claims ratio is what they call it, and it's determined that, hey, you took in uh, more in terms of what you paid out than 80%, and therefore you got to rebate it. Now, these are generally very small amounts that go to uh, their insured customers, but nonetheless, it is added up to a lot because it's a bunch of them. Um, I, and it's, it, it kind of sticks in my head last time I looked into this, it was Anthem in California that was at the top of the list in terms of the amount of rebates paid out because of taking in more in premiums than they paid out in claims. You, you looking at that, seeing something like that? But um, nonetheless, that's the law. Uh, I also think that health insurers, uh, the pay to their CEO greater than $500,000 is not deductible for tax purposes. I think that's something else they threw in the Affordable Care Act. That's almost kind of meaningless. It's, it is meaningless when you think about the $3.4 trillion health care economy. They call it the HCE. It's, uh, that was just all leftist garbage. Look at us. We stuck it to those companies and CEOs and stuff. Doesn't really amount to anything. I mean, okay, where's that on my, my invoice for my premiums? You know, uh, doesn't amount to anything. But nonetheless, it it is incredibly complicated, and it is convoluted, and it shouldn't be. And I don't think there's anyone that is watching or hearing us right now that hasn't had a situation, if they've received any medical care and they have insurance, where I'm not really sure who I owe and how much I owe them to. It, it is. And often, you'll, the bills will show up three or four months after the services, right? You're shaking your head. You've had And the numbers year. never match. Never match. Right. And by law, they have to provide you, the carrier has to provide you an explanation of benefits, which is not a bill. But how many times do you think people think that's a bill? They send a check in. That causes all kinds of problems. Uh, it, it's, just, I don't, it's just so complicated because there's a third party involved in it. Or, and, think about this, you get that explanation of service, and you don't have the money to pay it. So now you're stressed out. That's true. Over... Nonsense. Because that comes in advance of when you find and what it'll say is this is this is what you got, how much it costs, this is your discount because it's in network if that applies. This is how much we're paying, this is how much you owe. Boom, this is how much you owe the provider is like usually the bottom line. That's that's the typical format of what uh style of what those documents look like. And then you're right, two or three months later you get the bill and that doesn't correspond. And you're scratching your head. Uh, and then you got to make calls sometimes. Now, it doesn't happen in every case. I'm not suggesting it does. But the fact is, there there's so many pieces to it. It's not like I said, you walk into the McDonald's, I'll have one of them Big Macs. It's a buck ninety nine or whatever they cost now. Oh, you'd be lucky to find one for that. I don't even know. I don't need them. So 
What do they cost now? I don't now? even think you can get a McDouble for that cheap anymore. <laughs> McDouble. <laughs> What's a standard cheeseburger? It's probably two bucks now, isn't it? Ooh, yeah. I mean, at least a buck fifty, probably a dollar ninety nine. I don't think they even have the dollar menu anymore. I don't the, think they even have dollar soft drinks, which is one of their big selling features. Well, you know, I thought we may have talked about that. I, there was an announcement a couple of weeks ago about that where many of the franchisees were getting out of the dollar drink program, right? Which I mean for the longest time when they came out with their sweet tea, when it seems like everybody had to have their own version of sweet tea. They had a dollar for sweet tea, and then you had soft drinks that were different prices for the different sizes. I got you. And then after that, they just went to, it's a dollar for every drink. And now they're having to get away from that. Oh, geez. Wow. So, um, speaking of health care, uh, from Thomas, uh, is the pink building open and providing care other than abortion today? I haven't seen or heard any reports on that. Have you? I hadn't seen anything or heard anything, but today. Well, I mean, that's been the whole thing about, oh, Planned Parenthood doesn't just provide abortions, then why are they having to close down because abortions get banned? I agree. Uh, If it's uh, not the majority of their business, then can't they stay open? Yeah, it's it's because, like I've discussed before, that money is fungible. It doesn't directly reimburse, but it is fungible. Two salads at Wendy's are sixteen bucks, according to Jerry in Waynesboro. Oh yeah, that's that is uh, an argument that's been going on since the the supersize me guy, the the documentary where all he ate was McDonald's and then felt bad about it. Yep. But the 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 average person cannot eat quote unquote healthy and eat fast food, which is a big chunk of the population eating that on a regular basis. Because even without the dollar menu. A Big Mac is probably cheaper than a salad when no you doubt. go to McDonald's. No, no, and that that has been, uh, I know the American Heart Association has done a lot of research on that, so-called food deserts is what they call them. And, and so it, it is exactly right, though, that those who live in a more impoverished zip code, uh, they, they have data to support this, have worse health outcomes, especially from a heart perspective. But a lot of that's because it's driven by the food you consume, and a lot of that's because that's the only food available. Is the food is not good for you necessarily, not as a steady, every constant, everyday right. constant diet. And even if they do provide healthier options, you can't afford them. You can't afford them, right? Susan from three nine two zero eight. UMC is the only level one trauma center in the state and keeps staff and physicians in every medical field in-house. I've had family in every hospital, and UMC is the only one who had the medical care needed. They should not be reimbursed at a lower rate. I feel the opposite. They should receive more. Appreciate that, Susan. I think, Rhino, it's, that's fairly common with respect to a large teaching hospital. That you're going to have that, right? They're typically yeah. going to provide services that are maybe not available elsewhere in the, in the traditional commercial uh, health care institution. I, I think that. So I, I agree with Susan, what she's saying, but I don't think there's anything unusual with respect to UMC. The liver transplant program, for example, at UMC, only one in the state, one of the few in the country, and there's other things they do as well. And then the con laws enter into that situation as well, because UMC is exempt from those, and they have certain machines and other uh, services that uh, other health care institutions can't get certificates of need for. Nonetheless, complicated. 
We're going to take a break. i got to tell you about this uh, Oregon situation with white supremacy when we come back in the Element Well Studios on Middays. Less England for Clark's Construction. The kind of work that Jerry's done for me includes you know, minor repairs like rotting wood, remodeling uh, the master bath, uh, putting new French doors on the back of the house. He understands what he's doing, and he usually points out you know, why I've had problems and not only how to fix it, but how to fix it so the problem doesn't recur. I think Jerry's trustworthiness is beyond reproach. Call 601-214-9463. Clark's Construction, a company you can trust. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. I'm Larry Rowlett, former Secret Service Special Agent in charge of the President Ronald Reagan Protective Division. I have purchased Boondocks Firearms Training Academy. I'm inviting you and your family to consider membership in Boondocks FTA. All levels of training for families and individuals are available. We are committed to our effort to keep you and your family safe from gun violence. Support our efforts. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And visit us at boondocksfta.com. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. The EPA on Wednesday published a proposed consent decree for a lawsuit filed last December by the Center for Food Safety and Pesticide Action Network North America. The agreement states that EPA will decide by September 30th on whether to begin drafting regulations for treated seeds or reject the environmental group's demands. The EPA will decide on how much regulatory oversight is needed for pesticide-treated seeds after the agency opted for five years not to respond to regulatory demands for oversight of treated seeds from the environmental groups. The decision could affect seeds for nearly every corn and soybean acre planted, as well as other crops. The agreement states that EPA will decide by September 30th on whether to begin drafting regulations for the treated seeds or reject the environmental group's demands. The two groups had sued EPA because the agency had not responded to a 2017 petition filed by the groups. I'm Dixon Williams. That's the Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. You know that nowadays more people are cutting the cord, ditching traditional cable and satellite television, and instead just streaming everything. With Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's over-the-top advertising, you can get your business seen on streaming TV. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted team can show you how your ad dollars can go further to reach a more targeted audience. Call 601-991-2305 or go to S. TMMDigital.com to get started today. Some things are hard to ignore, like a bad toupee. 
The Mississippi Lottery's Mega Millions jackpot is one of the good things you should not ignore. It's big. We're talking massive. It's just $2 per play, and for an extra buck, you can add the Mega Plier for a chance to make your non-jackpot winnings really soar. What are you waiting for? Somebody's gonna win it? Be somebody. Get your Mega Millions tickets today. Then buy that guy a new rug. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 888-777-9696. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back. On Super Talk Mississippi. everyone to midday super talk mississippi as a young man wings confused the heck out of me why is paul singing with another band huh what are you looking at the the song oh. rock show by wings when i was a young guy before i oh, oh, before wings. i fully understood the the world of music I was yeah like, wait a second that's paul mccartney <laughs> i thought he was a beetle what's he doing <laughs> Yeah, sorry. It all happened before my time. I had yeah. to learn on the go. I got you. Well, band on the run, right? Live and let die from the great James Bond movie. Oh, yeah. All good tunes. Mike in Gulfport reports that UMC has a tremendous teaching hospital. I had to have a surgery there that was only offered in Mississippi at UMC. It was a tremendously positive experience. I hope that they can get the mess worked out. Just seems like some egos are involved rather than good judgment. I I, I agree that I certainly hope they get it worked out because I, I'm with Dr. Bryan in that we we, we got to consider the patients here. And the patients are who are losing. And they're, they're the ones that are suffering as a result of the dispute. And so, gosh, I, I, I certainly hope that this comes to a, a rapid uh, close as well to get it back on track, get them back in the network. Tim from Tupelo says, with inflation, Dollar General will be known as $10 General. Yeah, we're headed that way. Rhett and Ridgeland, come on now, Rhett. On a dare, I once ate eight McDoubles in 15 minutes. Whew. I'm getting sick thinking about it. That was not a fun rest of the day. <laughs> okay, so I got to get to my woke story of the day here. You From the will, Pacific Northwest. Right. You will recall when I first started filling in here, this was in the wake of the George Floyd incident, virtually every company in America, it seems, after that, had invested heavily in consultants to assist them in their diversity and inclusion efforts, right? Oh, yeah. And now they've all got these gigantic bureaucratic organizations. I don't have a clue what they do. 
other than use a bunch of flowery language and tweets and stuff. They sit around looking for excuses to get offended. <laughs> okay, that's right. But you may remember, Rhino, one of the first ones we shared, and I have to reference it again because it was one of the first, I think, to, to be exposed, and that's Sandia Labs. These are the guys that make our nuclear weapons. And they, like so many other companies have now done and still are doing, they... They cart off their executive team off-site somewhere, right, for a, a session. And they bring in these consultants. For a woke workshop. And they did. And, and you will recall that what they told them, they told the participants that there are certain things that can be identified as roots of white male culture. And that consists of, this is what they taught, the people who run the company who make our nuclear weapons, that elements of white male culture include rugged individualism, a can-do attitude, hard work, and striving for success. They say these sound good, but they are in fact devastating to women and people of color. Devastating, they say. Devastating. Well, the state of Oregon, they've extended that, at least at one state agency, even further. They have now said that responding in a timely manner, this would be, by the way, uh, the agency, let me make sure I got this right, it's the or Oregon Health System, or Oregon Health Authority. They are the responsible for handling COVID-related information and the state's vaccine drive, among other responsibilities, but they were in charge of that as well. Do you remember, Rhino, these were the guys that made high school track and field runners wear stupid masks. You remember we shared the story, one of the, one of the like junior, uh, high school junior runners, female, collapsed during the race. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Wearing a mask around a track. So their manager has said that meetings requested, in this case, between members of the community that wanted a meeting with this agency to help them understand certain of the rules and regulations. They scheduled it and then called back and say, no, we're going to delay it because having that meeting in such a short period of time after you requested it uh, really is a, represents a sense of urgency, and that is white supremacy. Sense of urgency I'm serious, is white supremacy. These are victories for white people. It's what this agency had said. Being prompt, responsive, understanding a sense of urgency. <laughs> we got to take a break on that. News coming your way. We'll come back. Another hour left. We got more. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. 
news. I'm Lillian Wu. Gold medalist basketball star Brittany Griner pleads guilty in Russia to drug charges. Secretary of State Blinken tweeting the U.S. will not relent until she and other wrongfully detained Americans are reunited with their loved ones. U.S. officials have warned Americans that they face wrongful detention in authoritarian countries like Russia that use jailed Americans as leverage. Fox's Rich Edson. Some airports are getting an influx of cash. Fox's Kelly O'Grady is at Los Angeles International Airport. A billion dollars will be awarded to 85 airports across the country for upgrades. 50 million to this airport right here. Now, normally paid for by airlines themselves, these grants will be used to improve terminals in an effort to elevate the passenger experience. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg says the projects will help meet future demand for travel and make flying safer and more efficient. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm Caleb Sailors and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As Mississippi's trigger law is taking full effect, Mandy Gunasekara from Section 7 Strategies celebrates the new law as a victory for life. However, she wants more to be done to help expecting mothers in need. In Mississippi, it is a great day for life. I was reading one article this morning that said there would be 10 days, 10 lives a day that would be saved because of the shuttering of the abortion clinic. And I would say this, Paul, it is incumbent upon us as Mississippians that mothers who are in this situation to ensure we have a support system in place to help them get through this. And one of the best things we could do if there are mothers that truly cannot handle the responsibility of having children, there are so many families that want to adopt. Gunasekara also wants the adoption process to be easier and cheaper for those seeking to give a better life to a child. Do you ever feel like you are in the dark? Well, with a propane generator, you'll never be in the dark again, at least when the lights go out. Enjoy the comfort and safety of knowing you have a propane generator always ready when the electricity goes out. Propane generators assure you will always have power. Propane-fueled, clean cooking, hot water on demand, warm and consistent heat and power when you need it most. Why would you choose anything else? Propane. Clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com today. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. If you're not sure what that means for you, did you know our membership counts 180,000 families? We are their voice at the state capitol and our nation's capital. We are more than agriculture. We are what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, 100 years of faith, family, and farm bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org. 
Ole Miss and Mississippi State will be seeing new opponents as the SEC is expanding its conference membership, but not as soon as you may think. Ross Dellinger has more. Um, it's just like Texas and Oklahoma. They're in a grant of rights, and they're there until there's some kind of agreement uh, that has to be made concession by the Big 12 to let them out early. But they're there until at least uh, through the 2024 season, football season, uh, because of grant of rights. And it's the same thing with these ACC teams. Uh, they are there until there's probably some concession made. And if they try to leave and not pay, there will be lawsuits. And many would say they will probably lose those lawsuits. Uh, and the price to get out early is, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's steep. For more Mississippi news, sports, and politics, visit us online at supertalk.fm. Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. Just a reminder about the Palmer Home for Children Radiothon, July the 14th, right here on Supertalk. Look, the Supertalk family knows that when they donate to Palmer Home for Children, they're helping complete a child's life through healing and restoration. That's the Palmer Home for Children Radiothon, July the 14th. Listen, help, and spread the word. Six to nine, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Hour three of midday, Super Talk Mississippi, live from the Element Well Studios on this Friday Eve. All right, so <laughs> this story from Oregon is just amazing. The head of this Oregon Health Authority that uh, was asked to address a number of members of the various communities, government uh, officials from those communities about some matters related to the Oregon Health Authority. And she said, so what happened was they called, they asked for this meeting, they scheduled it, and then they rescheduled it because this, uh, her name is Doppers, Miss Doppers, Droppers, pardon me, Droppers, says that we recognize that urgency is a white supremacy value that can get in the way of more intentional and thoughtful work. And we want to attend to this dynamic. Therefore, we will reach out at a later date to reschedule. 
<laughs> says, oh my gosh, I hope I can get through this one. What's more, urgency can sacrifice interest of BIPOC people and communities in order to win victories for white people and erases the potential of other modes of knowing, such as intuitive and spiritual modes of knowing. Are we going to get tantric with our legislation now? Do we need to open our third eye? Activate our chakras so that we can make sure we get the right policies in place. <laughs> Remember that word I discovered to describe this sort of writing? Grandiloquent. This is some of that grandiloquent <laughs> language. Also known as word salad garbage is what it is. <laughs> we must address the yin and the yangs of the principles before we can move forward. Listen to this. A world driven by capitalism, professionalism, is based on a monochronic relationship to timelines and work styles. It centers productivity over people, values time commitments, accomplishes tasks in a linear fashion, and often favors individuals who are white and Western. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. No sense of urgency. It's, it's hard to comprehend. It really is. So, Have they ever seen any videos of rush hour in any Asian country? <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, heck, is it South Korea where they have specific people that work for the subways, that their entire job is to stand there while people cram themselves That's on true. the subway train and they can't fit, so they push them in. That's, That's their whole job is to put their back into it so you can squeeze into the subway car. <laughs> but urgency is white supremacy? That's a good point. Uh, he, so let's see. What have we, what have we, <laughs> what have we discussed today? It's hard work, it's can-do attitude, it's rugged individualism, it's striving towards success, it's delayed gratification, and now it's sense of urgency. Of course, showing your work to prove that you did a math problem right, that too is an element of white supremacy. That's why you can't take any of this crap serious. Because it's all absurd. It's absurd. It's insane. And you know who you're hurting the most? The people you say you're for, that you're supporting. Yeah, it's not just Chicken Little saying the sky is falling. It's more like Chicken Little saying the Death Star is coming. <laughs> That's true. Oh, you remember Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Tucker Carlson says it's Sandy is her real name. From Westchester, which is one of the most affluent communities in the world, by the way. Well, who could forget her dress at the, whatever it was, arts event not so long ago, tax the rich in red like someone did it with a paintbrush across the back of her, of her white gown, long formal gown. Well... That was the Met Gala. That's what it was. It just hit me. Remember that? Last, oh, yeah. Yeah, last fall. Get together for people that open their wallet and don't know what a one looks like. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, it turns out 
Miss Tax the Rich, the queen of Tax the Rich, got a little tax problem. You've seen this? (laughs) The New York State Tax Commission filed a tax warrant against Brook Avenue Press, a children-focused publishing house Ocasio-Cortez founded in 2012. They filed this warrant, uh, it turns out, uh, on this day in 2017 to collect $1,618 in unpaid corporate taxes. She is yet to pay the taxes, and she's contesting the tax warrant. She's still contesting it here, five years later, for $1,600. Maybe her lawyer fees are why she can't afford to be in D.C. anymore. That's right. This is... um, this is rich, and it's just beautiful. It, it really is. I, I'm loving this. Miss Tax the Rich ain't paying her taxes. It just can't get any better than that. It, it really can't. But it's true story. Absolutely true story. We're getting some great examples on the ceasefire text line of places where I guess we don't need any urgency. <laughs> like Andy and Jackson, we need a five-mile-per-hour speed limit for first responders. That's great point. We have to be equitable with our first response. That's right. <laughs> On the ceasefire text line, President-elect says, I've never heard anything more outlandish than that bull you just read. I'm laughing my you-know-what off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish there were only one or two isolated examples, but in looking back over the couple of years, Rhino, how many have we shared of this crap? It's pervasive. And the saddest part is it seems like each one is trying to outdo the other. There's no doubt about that. I completely agree with you. It's a hold my beer moment, every single one of them. Yeah, I mean, and then people start dying. See, that's the problem I have with it. It's a great point by Andy. No sense of urgency when somebody is suffering some sort of medical yeah, Gary and Meridian on the ceasefire text line. Should I be having a medical emergency? I guess i got to pray the medical staff are all white supremacists so they work urgently. <laughs> That's good, Gary. <laughs> oh, gosh. You have to laugh at it because it is insane. It truly is. But here's what's sad. I'm telling you, every major company in this, in this country, and many small ones, they've all stood up, these, these organizations, and they're paying uh, out the you-know-what for consultants who identify themselves as folks that consult on this. And usually in any other facet of society, if you hire a consultant, they're going to come in and, yes, they're going to point out what you're doing wrong, but they're also going to point out what you're doing right. That's right. I've yet to hear a woke consultant praise any of these companies. They're all doing it the wrong way, according to the consultants. Yeah, because otherwise they they, they got to find a problem, otherwise they don't get paid. You know, we used to run into uh, that situation sometimes in my business life. <laughs> yeah, I've told you, you know what a consultant is, don't you? That's a man from out of town with a briefcase. <laughs> oh, gosh. According to... Uh, So the director of the San Francisco Unified School District Arts Department is using this white supremacy culture site, by the way, which is the brainchild of 
someone called Tima Oaken, who's a white lady, um, and she is referred to by Stanford University as an American grassroots organizer scholar. According to her LinkedIn profile, Ms. Oaken is an artist, a poet, and a writer who has spent over 30 years working with and for organizations, schools, and community-based institutions as a trainer, facilitator, teacher, and mentor focused on issues of racial justice and equity. Are we surprised that that's what... She's making a living doing this. Telling you that a sense of urgency is white supremacist. She's getting paid for that. That's even more disgusting. Oh, gosh. We're going to step aside right here. Uh, we are going to take a break. We're in the Element Well Studios. We'll be right back on Middays. Wives, do you have trouble getting your husbands to see a doctor? Tell them the doctor has a boat for sale. At Man Up MD, we understand most men don't have a doctor, but they should. Man Up MD is a men's clinic designed for men by men to handle manly issues. From day-to-day -day primary care to reclaiming your energy and vigor, Man Up MD can keep you healthy and feeling your best. Check us out at menshealthmississippi.com. That's menshealthms.com. The Mississippi Braves are back at Trustmark Park to face Pensacola for a July 4th celebration with post-game fireworks presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. The series continues with First Responders Wednesday, Truckworks Thirsty Thursday featuring Ole Miss Night. Plus Friday, July 8th, the first 1,000 fans get a floppy cap presented by Budweiser. Another fireworks show on Saturday, July 9th presented by Watkins Construction and then Raising Cane's Sunday Family Fun Day to close the homestand. For tickets, MississippiBraves.com. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection, and that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. This is Home Answers Radio and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? 
Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. 37 years. That's a long time, and that's how long Shapley's Restaurant has been bringing you the finest in steaks, seafood, and, of course, our homemade hot tamales. This is Mark Shapley, and we are proud that we are celebrating our 37th year in business. Shapley's has been a staple in the greater Jackson market and had the pleasure of serving guests from around the country. This couldn't have happened without you, and we are so grateful for your continued support. Shapley's Restaurant, 37 years and counting. Come see us soon, 601-957-8000. Special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Now, on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi today on In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar. You'll hear an interview with drummer Scott Phillips, who was one of the founding members of the multi platinum selling rock group Creed and Alter Bridge. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar is presented by visitmississippi.org. You can hear the show each Thursday and Friday, 1 to 2 p.m., on most Super Talk stations. That ought to be a good one there. So. I don't know. Where do we go with all this stuff? It's it's just so insanity. So much insanity. Well, if you want some news from the weird of world, or the world of weird, yeah, there's a video going around social media, and I before I reported on it, I wanted to double check and, and see if I could verify the veracity of it. Because it seems a little silly on the face of it. But it's out of Japan. It's at a zoo. Due to the rising cost of everything, everywhere... The zookeepers have had to resort to buying cheaper fish for the animals. Yeah. And there is now a video out there of the penguins mm. refusing to eat the cheap fish. <laughs> they look at them like, what is this? What are you serving me? And then turn their head away from it. Nope, I'm not eating it. <laughs> so penguins and otters are refusing to eat the cheaper fish provided by the zoo in Japan. They're demanding fish equity. <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> oh man uh what about the the climate change wackos gluing themselves to the art have you seen this <laughs> it's one thing to go to a museum and deface a fine piece or piece of fine art and glue yourself to the frame and cause damages and stuff like that that's hurting somebody's pocketbook but it's not hurting their actual livelihood more than likely. It's not keeping them away from their family. What ticks me off is the people in D.C. 
that blocked a roadway and refused to move, and a guy got out of his car and started screaming at him because he's on parole. He has to get to work or he goes to jail. Mm. And they refused to move, and he kept on, and the police showed up and decided, who are they going to arrest? Not the protesters. No, they got him first, and then the protesters. So he's already going back to jail now. Oh, my gosh. That's really how you win hearts and minds there, greenies. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. But they, they are super gluing them. Oh, yeah. And it's, they, they're the gluing themselves like to... the the Lord's Supper yeah. painting and, and the Louvre and stuff, right? It's a true story. Well, I mean, you had crazy... That's all the no-oil people. You had a guy zip-tie himself to the goalpost in a soccer match. That's right. You've, you had people during the, <clears throat> the British Grand Prix over the weekend at Silverstone in England go out on the track thank goodness and this is going to sound bad but thank goodness there was a big crash on the first lap thank goodness the driver is safe and okay the halo worked and saved his life on the car but if they hadn't been red flagged you'd have had cars coming down that part of the track going 200 miles an hour and protesters got out on the track to protest oil (laughs) so in the meantime along uh, the lines of that same thought there nasa you seen this? A report that they published in the year 2000, and some information uh, since then in updating it. They admit climate change occurs because of changes in the Earth's solar orbit, mm-hmm. not because of fossil fuels. And it's a comprehensive report, as you would expect, out of NASA, but all sorts of graphs and illustrations showing the precession of the Earth. In fact, there are solar scientists now stating that we are facing a grand solar minimum, I believe is what they call it, sometime between now and 2050, where the sun's output will be lower than it's been for a long time. And the last time the sun's output was that low, historically it's what was called the Little Ice Age, when rivers in Europe froze over, to the and you had a like river crossings between countries, froze over so solid you had armies able to invade by marching across the river. Unbelievable. Well, and the whole idea, right, the goal of all the climate change stuff is to avoid the Earth warming by 1.5 degrees. Isn't that right? Isn't that yeah, the that's goal? one of those made-up numbers that the yeah, where bureaucrats and from? pencil pushers came up with without actually talking to anybody that knew anything. Well... Apparently, this is going. You're going to see this story we're sharing here get some traction here pretty soon. I, I, I'm sure of it. But they're basically saying, no, it's it's the relationship of the Earth to the Sun, and how that has changed, that configuration, if you will. Position. Yeah, the burning of fossil fuels has been negligible to the change. Right. That's what NASA says. Oh, it's not a good day for the for the climate change wackos, the greenies. Greta Thunberg must be having a meltdown. (laughs) Yeah, you're right about that. In the meantime, speaking of NASA, Bill Nelson, he's the NASA administrator. He used to be a senator from the great state of Florida. He was the one who was defeated by um, Rick Scott. He has accused China of planning to take over the moon. How about that? He warned China is using its space program to attempt to take over the moon. 
he um, he told a German outlet known as Bild, B-I-L-D, familiar Yeah, they're a pretty big one. On July 2nd, quote, we must be very concerned that China is landing on the moon and saying it's ours now and you stay out. <laughs> I would offer a, uh, a grain of salt because if you remember, I think it was two weeks ago now, there was uh, reports of an impact crater found on the moon by NASA. Yeah. It's actually two impact craters. And... Uh, Nobody fessed up to who shot the rocket that hit the moon, although they've been tracking it for better part of five years. So, uh, yeah, if they want to send somebody up to the moon and it's going to take them five years to get there, I don't think we really have to worry about it too much. Because <laughs> I don't think they're going to make it. Oh, If it takes them five years to get from here to there it and just, back. It looks like he's trying to be relevant, as yeah. all this is. Let me get my name out there and make some dumb, radical statement like this. Doesn't matter if, if there's any veracity associated with it. China did say that it wasn't their rocket, but pretty much everybody doesn't believe them. <laughs> okay, so we are anxiously awaiting the CPI for June, which is out next week. And when we receive it, we'll know whether or not we are in a recession, as is it is uh, typically defined. There's not like an economic principle, hard and fast, recession equals, other than, uh, it, in general, a cooling of economic activity, a reduction of economic activity. In this case, and this has historically been the case, it's defined as two quarters in a row of contracting GDP. We've already had one. Economists are kind of on the fence about the second quarter, which ended at the end of June. But have no fear. The guys at CNN, those wonky economists, they In have, fairness to CNN, yeah. it does seem like in the last month or two, they've made a concerted effort to shift away from the, the crazier leftist reporting... And they're not quite back to the middle of the road, but they're closer to the middle than they've been in a long time. They're they're condemning Biden. He went to Ohio yesterday and bragged about how great everything was, and once again pointed fingers at Putin. Putin and it seems Putin. like it's all in response to their tanking ratings. Yeah, I think you're right. But so CNN says that we really can't put any faith in this concept of a recession, we can't rely on that, because after all, it's eight white economists you've never heard of that make that determination. <laughs> if it were eight black economists and they made the same determination, could we then chalk it up as a recession? Is that how it works? Now, recessions, is that is there something in the calculations, I'm sure, right, of GDP that are considered an element of white supremacy? That's got to be what it is. If you spin it hard enough. There's an awful lot of symbolic value attached to whether we're in a recession, said Richard Wolf, professor of economics emeritus at the University of Massachusetts. It is taken seriously up on the Hill and by policymakers across the country. It, it's important. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Sounds like sour grapes from the guy from UMass. <laughs> exactly.
Didn't get a call back. He wanted to be one of those economists. <laughs> we'll step aside right here. We got half an hour left on middays in the Element Well Studios. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a slight chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 94. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 77. Your finally Friday, a 20% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 95. And for your Saturday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 96. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land. And just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. At Gateway Rescue Mission, we feed hungry people. We offer shelter to people seeking life change. And we serve as sort of a beacon of hope that says, hey, God cares for you. I'm Rex Baker. Rescue mission work is not glamorous, but we do see lives changed. Check us out at gatewaymission.org. Find out how you can get involved and join God at work here in Jackson and at Gateway Rescue Mission. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As Mississippi's trigger law has taken full effect, Mandy Gunasekara from Section 7 Strategies celebrates the new law as a victory for life However, she wants more to be done to help expecting mothers in need. In Mississippi, it is a great day for life. 
I was reading one article this morning that said there would be 10 days, 10 lives a day that would be saved because of the shuttering of the abortion clinic. And I would say this, Paul, it is incumbent upon us as Mississippians that mothers who are in this situation to ensure we have a support system in place to help them get through this. And one of the best things we could do if there are mothers that truly cannot handle the responsibility of having children, there are so many families that want to adopt. Gunasekara also wants the adoption process to be easier and cheaper for those seeking to give a better life to a child. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's your invitation to join us every Friday at 520 for Food Fridays presented by Polk's. In the South, warm weather means more time with family and friends. Whether you're headed to the ballpark, the beach, or just the backyard, be sure you're packing Polk's meat products. Grab a package of original garlic and green onion, or my favorite, the Cajun smoked sausage. When Polk's is on the menu, you're always a winner. Wherever you are, whoever you're with this spring and summer, remember, picky people pick Polk's. Join Grammy Museum Mississippi as we feature Nashville songwriters, Hall of Fame inductee Rivers Rutherford for an intimate conversation and performance as part of Words and Music, a songwriter series on July 11th. Doors open at 6 p.m. with the show starting at 7 p.m. To purchase tickets to this event or to learn more about upcoming events and Grammy Museum Mississippi's current exhibit, MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, visit grammymuseumms.org. This is Rebecca Turner of Good Things here on Super Talk Mississippi. I want to remind you about the 10th annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July 14th, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. When you donate to Palmer Home for Children, you're helping complete a child's life through healing and restoration. That's the Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July 14th, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Listen, help, and spread the word because children are precious. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. The great Stevie Wonder. Back in the Element Well Studios, middays, we're happy to say that we will air the 10th annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on Thursday, July the 14th, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Every year there are children across Mississippi that need a loving home, and many times these children are caught in unimaginable circumstances. And that's why we need your help. Excuse me, you'll learn how Palmer Home for Children serves vulnerable children. It's a faith-based organization that doesn't take government money, so we really need your help. We want you to listen in and join us for the 10th annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon. It's all happening on July 14th here on Super Top Mississippi. That's exactly one week from today. We'll be up there. I'll be shorn shortly. Yeah, you certainly will. Looking forward to that, but we got to raise a bunch of money to do that. Oh, yeah. We're going to get it done. I feel like we will. We've got a great audience that are very charitable, very generous, always show uh, their support 
for the Palmer Home for Children, and I have no doubt they will again today. Wilson from Greenwood wants to know who's going to police the moon for China. <laughs> Gary in Meridian says maybe it's just cyclical weather patterns. Absolutely. I, some days are just hotter than others. Some some are wetter than others. Hmm. All they have to do is put some videos, put out some videos of them getting those hands ripped off, whatever they're glued to, and they'll stop. Carrot and Oxford. The photos I they've saw, already had that a couple times. Yeah, it was uh, they're I believe, on the frames, aren't they? And, yeah, but the one I'm thinking of, they glued their hands to the asphalt. I, huh? I think it was outside a government building, and uh, the arresting officers just gave it a yank. Wow! And then there was a scream. I got you. It looks so silly. It does seem like the security is being a little more lax with them, right? Because I know typically you get around the Mona Lisa and you get around these these priceless paintings and works of art, there's a bunch of security there watching you. You look anything suspicious, they get close to you. But they're letting them do this. Well, right? I mean, with the Mona Lisa, you had, what, a month ago, the crazy person smeared it with a cake or a pie or something? Yeah, that's right. But then again... I've never been to France, never been to the Louvre, but from what I understand, in the Louvre, all of the artwork is open air, except the Mona Lisa. It's behind glass. Right. Johnny and McCone, we were talking about now that we've learned that, according to some wokesters, a sense of urgency is consistent with white male culture. Johnny asks, what about urgent care facility? They'd have to change their name. How about Metastat? How about stat? You'd have to lose that word, right? Not not stat, to be politically correct. We need when you feel like it. We need a doctor, not stat. <laughs> it's nuts. It's totally Dr. nuts. Dr. So-and-so, please report to surgery, and uh, <laughs> I just want to get around That's to it. That's right. Oh, gosh. Jody and Pontotoc. COVID on the moon or labs on the moon? <laughs> They'll do a lockdown up there, too, won't they? Oh, Ben Nelson, what a goof that guy was. So, your money. You know, we've talked a bit. The Dow, by the way, up 248 today. Crude oil rebounding up five bucks. Five bucks for 822 delivery on the oil futures market. The Dow up, the NASDAQ up, 10-year yield up now once again above uh, 3%. Bitcoin up over 30000 Anyhow, everything's in the green for the most part. S&P up today. And I don't really see any particular driving reason for it. I, I, in doing a little bit of research, usually you see some reports that say, hey, this is why the market's up today, or down. I don't see that. Uh, price of oil, that usually is because of some expectation of, of a mismatch between demand and supply. However, I did check this. Futures for like June next year are $84 for crude. June of 23. So... We shared the news uh, coming out of Citibank and J.P. Morgan 
that, uh, well, J.P. Morgan said, look, if Russia really cuts everything off, we could see 380 a barrel, which is insane. And uh, but J.P. excuse me, Citibank, pardon me, Citibank Tuesday of this week predicts we could see it somewhere between 65 and 85 the price per barrel of crude by the end of the year, which would be a significant decrease from where we presently stand. Of course, Joe Biden is instructed the 60 percent of gas stations who are owned uh, individually. He's instructed uh, those 60%, they own 60% of the gas stations in this country, go change the price now, do it now. (laughs) Uh, Demonstrating his complete lack of understanding of basic economics or certainly how the oil and gas economy works. uh, It's a little more to it than that, than he just doesn't want to consider. The meantime, as something else going on is student loans. You know, there's been a moratorium on the payment that expires the end of August, and they're getting more serious about is the Biden administration doing something more permanent, such as forgiving $10,000. The more left-leaning members of the president's party are calling for $50,000. It uh, they're apparently getting serious about ten thousand dollars. We shall see. The um, there's also talk about uh, prescription drug price legislation. You've heard this talked about over and over and over again, and it has to do with Medicare negotiating with the drug makers and uh, and what that lo- would look like going forward. There's legislation to do that. Apparently, Joe Manchin is not only on board, I think he's one of the authors. So what they're doing right now is checking with the Senate parliamentarian to see if it could be passed through the reconciliation process, because that only requires a simple majority. And uh, that is being researched presently. We'll see where that goes. The Democrats are trying to do what they can to earn some favor among voters, and they believe this is one way to do it. Now, the pharmaceutical industry is issuing all sorts of warnings about that, how it it could really hinder innovation and the creation of new drugs uh, when they implement these sorts of, essentially, price-fixing and and price control policies. It's just another situation, you know, we've talked about this with Dr. Bryan, where we have so much government intervention, so much government oversight, regulation. On the surface, there may be some people that would celebrate this, say, hey, look, my insulin's not going to cost as much, or or other drugs, certainly, that are used under Medicare, but you're going to have the government more involved in determining who gets what drugs? Guarantee you. That's how they're going to do it. And anytime you insert more government into the market like this, typically good outcomes are not the result. And that is the concern here. Medicare. Many times in the program, on this program, we've discussed the, the economic challenges of both Medicare and Social Security and how they are running out of money. 
No question about that. The Democrats want to tax high earners to protect Medicare solvency. That is gaining traction. And um, Joe Manchin, again, standing in the way of this one. It is being reported that he and Majority Leader in the Senate, Chuck Schumer, are inching toward a compromise. And essentially what it would mean, by the way, if you're a small business owner, if you're a pass-through business which describes the vast majority of the businesses in this country, they're not corporations that file and pay corporate taxes, rather they are what is known as pass-through businesses, which just means that their profits flow through to the individuals who pay individual taxes on that. What they want to do is levy the 3.8% Medicare uh, passive income tax that was enacted under Obamacare. They want to levy that to the on the earnings of greater than $500,000 or people earning more than that, a couple earning more than that. You're going to have to pay the Medicare tax, the net um, passive income, investment income tax, they call it. 3.8%. So they want to come after the small businesses, essentially, and get more money from them to bail out Medicare. That's the plan at this point. We shall see. Final segment on Middays coming up after this break. Stay with us. Window Tint Headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. The Greenwood LaFleur County Chamber of Commerce will host the 15th annual Bikes, Blues, and Bayou Cycling Event on Saturday, August 6th. Voted Southeast Tourism Society's Top 20 Event winner for three years in a row. Mississippi's largest bike ride begins in historic downtown Greenwood and continues through the fast, flat alluvial plains of the Delta. Come join the ride and experience the best Southern hospitality on Earth. Visit BikesBluesBayous.com for more information. We hope to see you in Greenwood on August 6th. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601 601- 864-3752. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Bloodstadt, south of Germantown High, Calloway's has an outstanding selection of your favorite trees, shrubs, color plants, and bagged and bulk soils. Everything for your outdoor living. Large shipments of outdoor patio furniture have arrived. Calloway's showroom and warehouse are full. We have the largest in-stock selection in the South. Callaway's has plenty of large rolls of pine straw, and we offer quantity pricing. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm-fresh produce seven days a week. 
Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoors and outdoors? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's is. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back. Ratchet Entertainment presents Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. This Saturday. With J.J. Gray and Mo Fro. Big Head Todd and the Monsters. Plus Jay and the Causeways. Tickets are on sale now at TwilightMS.com. That's TwilightMS.com. Brought to you in part by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Ridgeland First, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Speaking of Ford, you already know that Ford trucks are built Ford tough and that the full line of Ford vehicles are built for the future. But did you know about the Ford Blue Advantage? When looking to buy a used Ford, it has everything on your used vehicle checklist. A gold certified 172-point inspection, a comprehensive limited warranty backed by Ford, a Carfax report, and even a 14-day, 1,000-mile money-back guarantee. The Ford Blue Advantage, used car buying that's built for you. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You know what that means. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live on Super Talk Mississippi. Tequila. Middays back with you. Paula Meridian asks, so will veterans and the general public get $10,000 off their mortgages? I think the answer is no. Haven't seen that. So right now, they're trying to push through an extension of the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program. And under that program, uh, a student who commits to working 10 years or more in the nonprofit or public sector can potentially get their student loans completely forgiven. That was created in 2007, but it's incredibly complicated. The rules, oversight, the administration is just a problem. So they're looking at enhancing that, extending that 
for starters. But still, though, they're working pretty feverishly on trying to get just a, a, a bump of forgiveness extended to everybody, for the most part. It's got a student loan. There may be some income threshold, but it's way up there, like four hundred grand a year or something like that, I want to say. So this really isn't a solution, though. This is, this is a short-term Band-Aid. You're going to set the expectation that everybody is going to expect this. It goes to school. And why shouldn't they? And, and instead know, of actually solving the problem, it'll just make the price of tuition go up by about ten grand, probably. And that's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, you're exactly thinking what I am, that uh, it, administrators and the people who set these prices and the colleges, boards, and so forth, they're going to say, hey, look, let's go for it. Government's going to take care of it for us. Uncle Sam's going to foot the bill. This is really just a gigantic transfer of wealth. That's all it is to a constituency that is likely to vote for Democrats. That's all it is. So we got Chuck Schumer and company and Joe Manchin negotiating on implementing this 3.8% Medicare tax on small businesses, pass through business owners. In the meantime, you got Sanders, uh, Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders. I'm Bernie Sanders. Give me all your money. <laughs> and Lizzie Warren, they're, they've got a proposal called the Social Security Expansion Act, which would expand benefits for current and new beneficiaries by $200 a month, $2,400 a year, just out of thin air. They say that they also plan to raise taxes. No surprise there. So right now, you, you, you're maxed out in terms of paying into Social Security at $147,000 of annual uh, taxable earnings. What this bill would do is lift that cap, and, and you would have this gap between 147 and 250 where you would not pay, but 250 and up, you'd res, res, uh, resume payment of uh, Social yes, Security. Ah, yes, donut hole. Yeah, you'd have a donut hole. So, of course, this would be half borne by the employee, half borne by the employer. It's 6.2% each party contribute. And they say it would raise some money. I can't remember the exact amount they calculated. But bottom line is, this would be a lot of folks that would uh, be paying in a lot more. But let's keep this in mind. They don't get any more out. Their benefits don't rise their base benefit as a result of paying more in. It's got nothing to do with that. They're simply paying more in for everybody else. That's the way it works. It's just a real, it's a big redistribution program at its heart because those who pay more in don't get more out. Doesn't work that way. Um, anyhow, that's their plan. We'll see where that goes. These guys never met a tax. They didn't like, as far as I can tell. Uh, Mo says, non-urgent medical care currently does exist. It's called the National Health Care System in Canada and England. That's a good point, Mose. He said, you're right, Gerard, the student loan forgiveness is the first step towards free college for all. No doubt that's what they want. Gerard explained why there are just there are twice as many jobs available as there are unemployed Americans. Just kidding. I know why. <laughs> With a big uh, GIF of <laughs> Biden saying, whoa. <laughs> 
That's just terrible. But it's, tr it's true. Freedom is slipping and communism is marching toward our government. This is what your change America is all about, says Carol and Starkville. I think there are a lot of people, certainly in government, Carol, that would prefer a communistic system. Uh, there are even more that would prefer a central planning social system. I had a tape I'll play for you tomorrow, Rhino's got, Maxine Waters. She has a little faux pas slip there. We'll play that for you tomorrow. You want to tune in for that regarding Carol's comment about socialism and communism. Maxine kind of lays it out there for you. <laughs> Anyhow, we're out of time today, and we appreciate you joining us so much. We're back with you again tomorrow in the Element Well Studios. Until then, stay safe and God bless everyone. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.